Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. I'm a Jesus lover, wife, mom, and personal trainer. This podcast is my space to share experiences that have changed my life and the lessons I have learned along the way. I hope that you feel supported, understood, and encouraged after listening to today's episode. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. Today, we are talking about parenting. Gosh, (laughs) it's a hard one. There's definitely different things that come up with each stage. And right when you feel like you figured out one stage, the kids move on to the next. That started from when Carson was a newborn and we were just kind of figuring out life together to now really how to parent him. He is four years old now. I have a four-year-old son. His name is Carson. And this podcast episode today is going to be all about him. I have recently been struggling with just how to even parent him. He is very strong-willed. And I had talked to the doctor at his four-year-old checkup. And I had mentioned like, hey, he just does not want to listen. And the doctor said that At four, he should start understanding things and he should start listening better. But he said definitely at two and three, there is just no regard to listening at all. They do not care. But he is, he turned four in January. So we're a few months in and I feel like things should be getting better rather than looking at the things that I feel like he's doing wrong. I am taking a look at myself. So, you know, I'm a first time mom. I have a four-year-old, like I said, and then I'm pregnant with our second child, and I really haven't done a lot of education on parenting rather than just like the newborn stage. Every stage is different. Being a toddler is like its own challenges altogether, and so I am really working through some major things. As he is developing into his own little person, he's got a personality, he knows what he wants and he doesn't want. And I'm having to navigate how best to parent him while letting him still feel like he is his own person. And it's very important to me that he makes his choices and I want to honor what he likes and does not like. But then you get to a point where you don't want to put your shoes on, but we're going somewhere and I need you to put your shoes on. So some of those basic things, just how to really get through to him. Some issues that I was seeing is that, like I mentioned before, just him not listening not being able to reason with him at all. I try to tell him, like, Carson, if you jump off of this, it's very high and you're probably going to get hurt. And the question I get is, why? 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 Because you're high off the ground and you're going to get hurt. But why? Because gravity is pulling you to earth and your little bones aren't going to be able to handle this. But why? And it's just like, This vicious cycle, instead of driving myself crazy, decided to finally look into how I could deal with this better. And in no way am I qualified to guide you on your parenting journey. I am just simply sharing what I'm going through, what I have experienced, and what I have found. And I'm also going to talk about what's working. So the issues that I needed to address was him not listening him understanding consequences and it is especially troublesome when we have to go somewhere and he does not do his part in getting ready like just putting on socks and shoes just does not 
I get it. Like, I'll pick out his outfits for him if that's what I need to do. I try to give him the authority to go pick out what he wants. And I'll advise him like, hey, it's going to be warm today. You should pick out shorts and a short sleeve shirt. And he kind he's getting better at that. But it is not done in a timely manner at all. And the whole socks and shoes is like its whole nother problem. So I have found myself being very frustrated being like yelling a lot that is the most that I yell like all day long is if we have a place to be and we need to be there on time like me getting to my job or anything like that it is like a huge fight between us so those are the issues that I was dealing with and I needed to come up with a solution so I started researching and these are the things that I have come up with number one positive reinforcement I tried this I had heard it multiple times, finally gave it a try, and it really does make a big difference. It is hard to do at first, and I'm a lot better at it than my husband is. I'm trying to get him to get more on board with it. Rather than just telling Carson the things that he's not doing right, we need to really like hone in on the stuff that he is doing right. So letting him know like, Bob, you did a great job cleaning up. Thank you so much. You did that awesome. And I really liked how you put your shoes on when I asked you the first time. Just things like that that really pump him up and make him feel excited to do that thing next time. And you can see it on his face and his body language. He just lights up. He gets happy about it. And so I know that that's such a little thing that I can do that is encouraging him and getting through to him. So that has been the number one thing that has helped us. I've also tried to do some intentional one-on-one time. I had mentioned that I'm pregnant, so time is going to be probably the next thing that I'm going to have to figure out is like how to split my time between two children. Having one-on-one time with him has been really good. I am doing some homeschooling for the summer And we started out with the alphabet. And so I spend like 30 minutes Monday through Friday doing something school related where it's just him and I working on something together. I like to have that time, but I also like time in the afternoon and evening where him and I are doing something of his choice, some sort of play is something he's asked me to do. Like last week we were playing in the sandbox. And so I try to have some intentional one-on-one time. I see that he really craves that. And I think it's the pride in me or something. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But when I see that he's really wanting attention, and that's usually when he's acting out, um, you, I can tell that he's doing it for attention. And it's just like the pride in me that's like, nope, not going to give it to him. But then I sat down and was thinking. And it's like, you know, he's four years old. He doesn't have a bad motive behind it. This is something that he is psychologically craving and developmentally needs. So I need to put my pride aside or whatever my issue is and give him the one-on-one attention that he is desiring to have. He really tries to make me laugh and he says like the dumbest things if I'm being quite frank. And then he's like, is that funny, mommy? Is that funny? Butthole. (laughs) Is that funny? And no, it's absolutely not funny and it drives me nuts. But I have to find a way to relate to him because he is just simply trying to get me to laugh and that's something that's really important to him. And so he's a four-year-old. He does not have the best sense of humor, but we're going to work on that. 
and just him just expressing to him that I appreciate my time with him and I enjoy it and laughing at the stupid things that he does. <laughs> also, another thing is that I'm trying to be more aware of the tone that I'm speaking to him in. I realize that I get short with him and my tone is very harsh and it sounds as if I'm talking down to him and I had that done a lot to me and I hate that and I know that that's a strong word but I really do. I grew up with that and I do not like that at all. I am really trying to break that cycle of not speaking down to someone, especially my child and just speaking to him in normal terms. You know, he is a kid and there's nothing wrong with him and I need to talk to him in the way that I would like to be spoken to as well. So just reminding myself of the things like that. Another thing I try to be aware of is that I try to listen to how much each day I am telling him to do something or not to do something. And I know how that feels. If I wake up and don't have my time by myself in the morning, especially on the weekends, I have my husband Chris telling me to do something and Carson wanting something from me and someone telling me that I'm doing this wrong. And that is so frustrating and can get you down and get you in the worst mood. So I try to be very conscious of the ratio throughout the day of how much I'm allowing Carson to make his own decisions versus me telling him to do something or not to do something. So I'm trying to be more aware of that. And when I do ask him to do something... I try to do it in a nice way and when I'm telling him not to do something, this kind of goes back to speaking in a positive manner and the positive reinforcement. The example I read online was like, instead of saying don't run, say use your walking feet or don't talk so loud, say let's use our inside voice. Just wording things differently so that there's not a negative spin on it and he isn't constantly hearing me say, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, because that gets old so quick and no wonder why he just does what he wants anyway, because I would too if someone was constantly telling me that. A big thing is just realizing that he is becoming his own person and what he's learning now is forming his belief system. And so he is developing his core beliefs and I need to make sure that I'm instilling good ones in him. Speaking in a positive way, speaking to him the way that I would want to be spoken to and not speaking down to him, giving him my attention because that is the number one thing. Like I can give him material things all day long, but what kids really crave is to have their parent present and to not be distracted by their phone or the TV or anything else for that matter, just being there present with them. And I can totally relate to that because one of like my strongest love language is one-on-one -on -one time. It's very important to me that when I'm talking to Chris, that his phone is away, that we're making eye contact. So that is so important to me. I get it that Carson wants that because I too desire that. And I just try to be very aware of that. Put the distractions aside. I am here to spend time with him to engage with him, and to be there and to respond to everything that he's saying to me. Something that drives me nuts is when people don't acknowledge their children. 
And that's probably because that's like my own thing is that if someone ignores me, I think that it is the most rude thing that you could do. Even if I was like your least favorite person on earth, have the decency to acknowledge that I'm speaking to you. You don't have to agree with me, but don't just leave me out to dry. Like that is so irritating. And so I definitely do not want to do that to him. So I am just trying to, again, like let's recap, trying to speak in a positive way give him intentional one-on-one time, that way that he's getting the attention that he desires, and speaking to him in a kind tone and allowing him to make choices when he can. I am hopeful (laughs) that this will continue to get better as he starts understanding consequences and just realizes that I am out to help him and not hurt him trying to do the best I can to set him up for the best life and to teach him in the best way that I can think of. So I'm hoping that these, as I continue to do these things, he will realize that they are out of love and always like expressing love to him all the time. That is the number one thing. Like I I want him to always feel that he is loved and then he can come to me and his dad for anything, even if he thinks he's going to get in trouble So at the end of the day, I always want to make sure that he's loved. No matter how hard the day is, we always finish our day with reading a book, saying our prayers, cuddling in his bed, and giving him a kiss goodnight. That is a consistent thing that we always do, and I know that children thrive off of consistency, so that's something that Carson can always count on. I hope that these tips will make your toddlerhood a little bit easier, but I'm still working at it. Like I said, I am totally new to this, first time mom, and trying to navigate a four and a half year old while we have another one on the way. So I'm trying to get a good grasp on it before we throw another one in the mix, but I'm sure as we start to get this sorted out, something else will come up, and that's that's good. It's always a learning journey, always keeps you on your toes, and you just have to keep a positive attitude about it. Thanks so much for listening. If you guys have some time, please go over to Apple Podcast and rate and review my podcast. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for listening again. See ya!